I just had this ideal that, okay, I finished uni, I've graduated now, I've got my graduate job, I'm working in the city, you know, city girl. <laughs> and in a certain amount of money, so in my head it just made sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I don't, you know, at the time I was earning enough money, I wouldn't have had to work two, three jobs. I would have just continued progressing the corporate ladder and by you know, 27, 28, wherever it may have been, if I'd gotten enough promotions, then getting a house would have been like that. But that didn't happen because I got married at 24, had my first child at 25. And obviously maternity leave, them things there, all of that stuff. I didn't really, I didn't really progress up the career ladder as I thought I would. So that meant my earning potential was a lot less, which meant that, you know, just by default, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't reach that standard of um, earning enough money to, to, to have a mortgage. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Matt Brown, and you're listening to the Every L Podcast. Each episode, we'll have a different guest come on and talk about when life hands you an L, is it really a loss? Or is it something else? Because not every else a loss. So sit back, relax, or do whatever you guys do to get comfortable as we get into this. Let's go. Welcome everybody to another episode of Every L Podcast, but not every L is a loss. Now, as you know, I like to have guests come on and talk about various things that's taking place in their life that they decide they want to talk about and describe what they went through, how they felt and everything else in between. Just because in hindsight, we realise that things may not have been what they were at the time of the event. So I am really privileged to talk to someone who I actually met. I can't remember how long ago. It wasn't that long, I don't think. But we met and it just seemed like we hit it off. You know, I like that where you okay right if i say the way i was gonna just say that it's gonna sound so inappropriate no so <laughs> let's let's suspect, yeah let, let's not let's not go down that route because i don't want to be putting this as explicit now so we was in a mall i was in a mall for a different reason for why you was in the mall but you was this is like right this is gonna make sense people hold on hold on she, she was selling something something <laughs> <laughs> why are you making it sound like this i'm not i'm seriously trying not to it's just a thing so oh wow so i was there with my family my son was inside this shop with some exotic animals petting them and not petting them and wasting their money you know how they go right and then i'm watching across the way no this is still not gonna work out is it so um okay. oh, damn anyway folks trust me she was selling some stuff that was appealing to everybody that had a child. There we go. I'm, 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 there we go. I'm yep, yep. You're bringing it back. You're bringing it back. You're Ooh, bringing it back. Gosh, that was. There hot. we go. Is it hot in here or is it just me? Um, <laughs> That's just you, bro. <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 So she was selling some stuff that was child appropriate. I was watching her from a distance, thinking, "Oh, what's that? Let me go over there. With my family wants my son and my wife has done what they've done." eventually they done which felt like many hours later we went over there and i met you and you was there with somebody else um i don't know who they are unfortunately however i'm sure they're a fantastic individual for them to be hanging with you 
and you were selling items of learning from a diverse perspective because it was based around your son. Am I right? Absolutely. So I like the idea because the listeners know I've got twins as well as a son and they're mixed race. So it's all about letting them know they have representation out there because it's important, you know, you, you, you become what you see. Mm-hmm. I liked, I liked the proposition. I like to have the affirmation there and yeah, my wife liked you and what you had to offer. And we grabbed a few of your, your stuff and we just conversed and we kind of hit it off. And I, you know, I extended the invitation out and here we are. Obviously, I was a little bit blown away by all the things you do, but I'm not going to rob the listeners of hearing you eloquently explain all the things you do in the 36 hours you have in your day. So Definitely not 36 hours. <laughs> oh, sorry, 48 folks, 48 folks. No, no. You know, she's Wonder Woman. She's, she's, she's that girl. So I have Taniku here, right? She's an amazing human being. She grasps hard. And the fun thing about that grafting that she does, it's not for herself alone why she's grafting. She grafts for her family. She grafts for her, herself, clearly. But the other projects she works on helps other people. And that, for me, is beautiful. And that is worthwhile. Don't get me wrong. Everyone can do what they need to do. That's fine. I appreciate that. But when you're living to serve others and to help society move forward in the right way to help give a voice to those that can't find their own voice that for me is incredible and that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you so could you please explain who you are what you do within 36 hours please um (laughs) and yeah then we'll go into what your first L will be okay um cool well thank you for that um, I'm Tanaka. I'm a mummy of two beautiful, amazing children. My son is four. He is literally about to be five in like two weeks. I don't know where the time has gone. Man's starting sec- um, secondary school, not secondary school. He's starting primary school. And, I, and I'm just like, whoa, you was a baby the other day. I was literally scrolling through my phone, looking at baby pictures of you. And now you're going to school. Absolutely crazy. And uh, my two-year-old going on 18, um, Eden, <laughs> best still girl in the world. Um, she just started, you know, finding her words and talking and like, she's just hilarious. Uh, very, very funny. So those are my, my two beautiful children. Um, and becoming a mom literally changed my life, I would say, um, for, for, for the best, for definitely for the better. And all these organizations and and things that you were you know talking about before was literally stemmed from the fact that um I I became a mother and there were certain things that I personally experienced um good bad whatever it may be that I just saw that I wanted to change and and I did that um so the first one being mums and tea that is a social platform for mums to connect pre-pandemic we were meeting face to face it was brilliant We'd like go to the zoo, have meetups, um, like just it was just a fun space for black mums to connect, get out of the house, beat social isolation and depression, come and meet a mummy friend, come meet somebody that lives you know in your area, and and just have a great time, you know, as mums. Um, so we we have had to pivot, like I'm sure everybody else did in the pandemic, um, and we're online now, so. Um, 
we're on um, an app called Mighty Networks. It's like an upgraded version of a WhatsApp group. So it's not your average group of moms. There's about 650 of us there. And we're talking about everything, any and everything, all, all the topics um, and all the different, you know, um, groups. Um, so subgroups of like, you know, parent parenting. Um, so like, for instance, my, my son is autistic. Um, he got his diagnosis last year. And then since speaking about my journey, speaking about how that's been, I've been able to create this community of other black mums um, with children with additional needs because obviously there's just that level, that extra level yeah. that you just will understand if you're a black parent. <laughs> and then, you know, you've got that extra level of, you know, being a, a parent to a, a child with additional needs. It's, 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 a, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, we're there. The community is strong. I'm so proud of where we are, proud of where we're going. Um, so yeah, Mums and Tea um, is is that. I also use it to share my journey, like I said, of like my experiences of motherhood, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is. Because at the time of giving birth to my son, I just didn't see much um, out there that looked like me. I'm not saying that those experiences aren't valid, but by way of culture, by way of background, you know, we really do need to have people that we identify with and stories that we um, can sort of relate to, to, to know that we're not alone. So I was, I'm very, very dedicated to um, being open and honest and sharing my journey um, because it's helped other mums. Literally, I get messages every day saying, thank you for sharing that. I didn't know I needed to to do X, Y, Z, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to now go and seek help for my child or I'm going to do this that you advise. I'm going to bake chicken in the air fryer, you know, whatever it may be, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be. And I, I just, I do feel quite privileged to have such a platform where I can, I can do good and impact people in a positive way. So that's obviously mums and tea. And through, through that, I've been, I've connected with so many different mums from all different walks of life. Um, and I've been able to connect mums together. So that's for, that for me, that, that, that means everything. Um, just for context as well, I was the first one out of my very close friends to get married and have a baby. So I, I didn't want to be alone, you know, and that I think that really helped in shaping kind of how I went with mums and tea and, and, and how I just went ham for it. Because it sounds a little bit selfish, but like I, just, I didn't want to be alone. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You are you are your best customer, really. You know what yeah. you want. So why not provide that service? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, obviously running Mums and Tea, I've been able to meet so many amazing people. Um, I met my co-founder for five times more through Mums and Tea. I was kind of a beg. I was just like, hey, I love what you do. Let's be friends. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, we co-founded Five Times More together and Five Times More is a black maternal health organization. Uh, we campaign for um, outcomes uh, to improve for black women um, in the UK when it comes to um, maternity. Obviously, you know what the statistics are that black women are, unfortunately are four times, well, it was five times when we you know first started, but we're uh, four times more likely to die in the um in comparison to white women when it comes to pregnancy, childbirth and the six week period after. So it's quite an unfortunate statistic. I'm not sure if you're good at maths or if you know, you're you're that way inclined, but 
that overrepresentation in those statistics is mad to me. Is mad. I mean, I got a C in maths at GCSE. I'm not great at maths, but when you break it down, that you know, hey, like, wow, black people only account for like <laughs> less than how many percent? Like less than three percent. That's black people. That's not even black women. Yet they are five times more likely to die. You, you just know there is something going on there, and it's not just you know being more likely to die it's miscarriage it's stillbirth it's you know it's, it's affecting our babies as well and I'm like look there's clearly something going on so we created um, an organization to scream and shout about it obviously prior to that and the reason why I feel so strongly about it is because I had a very bad experience giving birth to my son it was traumatic I won't go into the details but it just it just wasn't very nice and uh, I left that experience feeling like I wasn't listened to and like I wasn't important on top of the fact that uh, he had to, um, he had, they had to use, um, forceps to remove him, uh, which I think had obviously effects, you know, to, to, to him, to me, to everybody. Um, but obviously because I was running mums in tea, I had my experience. I'm talking to other black mums about their experiences, you know, mummies getting together. what do you talk about? Hey, how's your labor? And I was just hearing so many awful 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 negative stories and when I uh, heard the statistics about I think a year after giving birth I was shocked but I wasn't surprised I was like mm, okay because of what happened to me because of what I'm hearing in the community I'm not surprised by by this statistic at all so yeah I, I joined forces with my I call her my sister now she's I talk to her more than my husband damn wow <laughs> um yeah no, no, my my colleague sister co-founder best friend um yeah we've been rolling deep um in five times more since about 2018 officially uh started in 2019 but 2020 was where it really kicked off like obviously with the with the whole world realizing that black people actually exist and black issues exist after the murder of George Floyd. Yeah. But I won't go into that now. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I appreciate it. Trust me, folks. She's got so much going on that she's literally Wonder Woman. Like you're going to wonder <laughs> how she pulls this out her backside to manage to do all of it. It is amazing, <laughs> but she's got the energy. She's got the passion you can hear about. And, that's what we want to hear. We want to hear people that are passionate about what they do because in the nicest possible way, if you're not passionate about it, why do it at all? Oh, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I forgot to mention, obviously, why we met, Learning With Ez. Yeah. So that's another um, company that I run as well. We specialise in diverse educational resources. Again, it came out of that frustration that, oh, like, what's going on? There are loads of black books, but I'm not seeing any resource like actual resources there's no flashcards there's no posters I'm going into the pound shop looking for alphabet posters I'm seeing alphabet body parts all of that I'm seeing white white people only and I'm like my son is not going to identify with this yeah what is going on why why is there this sort of lack of representation so again I just wanted to build a company um to address that I wanted to build something just not just for my son and not just for you know for black people people that look like me but also for for all ethnicities for all people because I believe all children deserve to see what the world looks like around them you know so I think it's just really important that there there is that representation um there so yes that's that's what I'm about I fully appreciate that so what I'm going to do, let's jump into your first L. 
that you would kindly okay. like to discuss and folks knows how it runs i don't know much about what you've put other than what it is and the first one you've said well let's let's be honest the time's gonna be limited today the only one you're gonna share today is not being where i thought i would be at 30 mm. now a lot of people i imagine uh society probably promotes this where there are certain milestones in your life where you where they expect you to be here, there, have this many kids, be in this relationship, X, Y, and Z. Was that something that you felt society put on you or was it something you put on yourself or your family put on yourself? And where is it you wanted to be at the age of 30? Good question. I definitely think it's a mixture of both. <clears throat> Uh, I've I've had these kind of goals and things that I wanted to achieve before 30 and that probably came from what society was telling me <laughs> I've always been kind of really driven um, really motivated um, I love studying education all of that kind of stuff there were three things that I wanted to do before I hit the age of 30 um, is do my master's there's the three M's. Do my master's, get a mortgage, and get married. I wanted to do that by, not by 25, by 30. I thought, let me, you know, let me give myself a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, I did one of those. <laughs> I got married, honey. <laughs> nice. I got married. Um, yeah, I never ever got around to doing my master's. And I still haven't got my mortgage. Just yet. We're still struggling on that that renting ladder, trying to figure out how we're gonna rent and save and rent and save and you know, you know, it's like so yeah, I guess I did put a lot of pressure on myself from well, I put a lot of pressure I, I'm just that type of person. I put a lot of pressure on myself because I'm a self confessed perfectionist and I have been for a long for as long as I remember. My mum used to tell me that when I was little, like in primary school, I would not understand my work and cry because I didn't understand my work and then go and research and I did I wouldn't stop until I understood what I was doing which is obviously that worked out because I got really good grades and ended up with a first class in psychology um, nice. but I've just always been that person where I'm like yep put my mind to something I'm gonna do it so to reach 30 and obviously yes I'm not even trying to sound um, ungrateful for the position that I was in um, when I turned 30, grateful for my health, grateful for my my life, my family, um, and, and, and everything, all the ventures and different things that I'd set up. Um, I still had that niggling feeling in the back of my head that I didn't do it. But I think, yeah, I think society definitely played a bit like the media, played a big part, and just wanting to, you know, be, be, be that girl, Supposed to be that girl. Do you know what I mean? I've got it all figured out. As in, like, as in, like the boss sort of thing, like yeah. bowls, as they like to pronounce it. The young people. I sound so old, but it's cool. I claim it. Man said the young people are like he's not. <laughs> you're yeah, not I'm like. Not. <laughs> you're not like old. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to let people. People, if they know, if you know what I look like, you know what I look like, right? It's fine. It's fine. I I accept my age, right? <laughs> it is. I'm there. But it's it's one of those situations where. I understand that certain people want to hit milestones by a certain age. I, I think subconsciously there's things I wish I could reach by a certain age or certain mm. milestones. But I guess for my own peace of mind, I've not let that bog me down. 
because I wasn't at my happiest when I had those those things that I was trying to aspire to because in my head to get married would mean I'd have to fall in love with someone within a certain time frame Mm. and there could be gaps in the conversation gaps in the relationships that I'm ignoring willingly because I'm trying to get to this destination as soon as possible Mm. and if I'm studying I'm trying to do things am I really absorbing everything that I'm reading because I understand it or am I just memorizing what I've read so that I can pass Mm. and get my master's and you know I'm working two three jobs just so that the mortgage advisor or or the mortgage provider does the multiple and says yeah the multiples work but I can't sustain that that level of production in terms of work, like having mm. free jobs. So yes, I might get the mortgage, but I can't maintain the payments. So for me, those sort of pressures feel unnecessary, unhelpful, and it didn't it wouldn't do me any justice. But for you, did you feel any of that burden on yourself in your, like approaching your twenties and living throughout your twenties and then approaching your 30s did you ever get that itch like an itch in your brain where you're like ah it's not happening I'm just not feeling right uh it's a good question I guess no not really not really I I just had this ideal that okay I finished uni I've graduated now I've got my graduate job I'm working in the city you know city girl (laughs) um earning a certain amount of money so in my head it just made sense at the time I was earning enough money I wouldn't have had to work two free jobs I would have just continued progressing the corporate ladder and by you know 27 28 wherever it may have been if I'd gotten enough promotions then getting a house would have been like that but that didn't happen because I got married at 24 had my first child at 25 and obviously maternity leave them things there that all of that stuff I didn't really progress up the career like I thought the career ladder as I thought I would so that meant my earning potential was a lot less which meant that you know, just by default, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't reach that standard of earning enough money to, to, to have a mortgage. So that I just had to be like, well, but this is just the way the cookie has crumbled. It's okay. I don't necessarily have to have done it by 30, but I'm working hard now so that at some point, hopefully, if it's for me, <laughs> I've let go of the, I've let go of the idea. I might not ever had have a mortgage. Like it is what it is. But I've just let go of that idea because I'm like, look, my life is totally different um, to what I thought it was going to be. I didn't, I didn't actually think I would get married that young, but it, it, it is, it is what it is. And the masters thing, that again, that, that I didn't really put pressure on myself because I want, I knew I wanted it. But at the time of me graduating, they didn't do student loans for masters. Okay. And so it was really difficult for me to try and obtain that money without a student loan. And so I just kind of, I'd applied for a bunch of grants. I'd tried to raise the money somehow. Didn't really work out for me. So I was like, okay, I'll revisit this at another time. Now there's a bit of competition because my mum's like, she's recently done her degree again. Got got another degree. She's applying for her master's. (laughs) And she's like, it's no care. I'm about to get my master's or don't, don't let me, don't let me pass you. Don't let me leave you behind. I'm like, mom, really, really saying this to me right now? And I'm like, okay, it's on. Um, <laughs> but now obviously they do student loans for master's and stuff. So that, that's something I could revisit. It, it's, it's, it's not a thing. But yeah, you know, that whole pressure of, oh, 
30 under 30 and all of that kind of stuff. And I, re- I was like, right, like, I really, I'm, I'm not on this list. Like, I'm not on the fours. Like, what am I doing with my life? Then I was like, it's calm. There's a 35 under 35 list somewhere like I could potentially be on, you know. It's not about these things. It's about being as present as you can and enjoying your life because anything can happen. Like, literally anything can happen. And the past 18 months has shown me a little bit more than a little bit more than 18 months actually I had a friend pass away at the beginning of January last year rocked my world rocked my whole world she's a mum of two and it really just helped me put things into perspective of my life and then a few months after that my son being diagnosed with autism you know that again rocked my whole world and made me rethink everything and said job and said career and all these things that I was chasing I quit I quit because I was like, this is not important to me. And my, what's important to me is my family and, and being there for my family and being able to provide and being present for them. And so, yeah, I, I put pressure on myself until I thought, actually, this this isn't really working out for me. And I just, it is what it is. I, 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 30 is still young. <laughs> I've got a lot of time. <laughs> I said this to my friend the other day. I was one of those, like, really annoying kids in <laughs> secondary school. And I... And I went to school around the Canada Water area. I'm not sure if you're from South London, but like Canada Water, you'd see all these like really gorgeous looking women wearing nice suits, you know, makeup, everything done. And they're wearing trainers. And I never used to understand. I used to, I'd literally, I would, I would ask, why are you wearing trainers? And they're like, oh, I've got to commute to work. And I didn't understand what it meant, but I was just like, right, like, why, why are you messing up your whole outfit for that? <laughs> Am I not doing the same thing? Of course. <laughs> wearing nice outfit and wearing trainers. To go, because what, and how long ago was that? That wasn't long ago. But now I am one of those people doing this. <laughs> that very same thing. Yeah. you you got to be practical. You definitely have to be practical. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is that, like, it's still young. Like, 30 is still young. Like, I used to think, oh, 30 is, like, like really, really old. Like, 30 is, like, oh, my God, like, you're ancient. But now I'm 30, I'm, like, I'm still a baby girl for life. Never, ever, ever get that twisted. <laughs> Forever 21, that's, you know. Plus VAT. Yeah, I'm, I, I'll, I'll never increase past 30. If you ask, well, how, how old I'm going to be on my next birthday, it's 30. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, like, 30 is still young. I can, I can change careers. I can move countries. I can do I can do literally anything because I have my whole life ahead of me. Yeah. And that's where I took the pressure off. I pumped the brakes and I was like, look, chill. And do you think having a, having a family as young as you did impacted that? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, obviously, I because I was on maternity leave and then I was like, if my 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 God, working around that time was up, down, up, down. I was trying to change careers to become a teacher. And then that didn't work out because I got pregnant. And I was like, I can't do teacher training whilst being pregnant and just not having enough money, having a family and being on a teacher salary. It just, none of it kind of really worked out. So I went back to HR, I was contracting. So it was like up, down. And then I guess it was just, it was just, it was a time where I was just like, this whole, like, obviously being on maternity leave for so long, and like, the reason I was on maternity leave for so long, can I add, was I just wasn't quite ready to take my son to nursery because I knew he was a bit different, but I didn't quite know what, what it was. So I didn't quite feel, and he was extremely clingy, and I didn't obviously know that it was all, you know, um, signs and traits and stuff of autism. But, like, 
I guess it was because my, my career was so like at that point, so up and down, having a job and having a stable income and, and all of those kind of things. It I hadn't done that for so long that I just thought, right, let me just get on with my business, you know, and I just had to pivot that way. And, and kind of, you know what it's like running a business and you've got to start up and it's just, any, anything can happen. <laughs> you can earn £400 one day, 4000 the next month. You just don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, I think um, having a family, but, but also trying to juggle being a business owner and all those kind of things definitely did play, play a part in me just having to realise that actually these goals that I had attained for myself uh, that I wanted for myself, should I say, just weren't that attainable anymore. But I had a beautiful family, so hey. <laughs> and that's something that a lot of people may not be able to see the upside to it. Mm. So in, in this sense, the L was you didn't achieve what you hoped to achieve by the age of 30 mm. that you'd set yourself. If it's not a loss, what is it? It's not a loss. It's not a gain. It is what it is. It literally is what it is. It's not a loss. I learned, I just learned to like, just take, just, just, just take it easy. Like chill. Like not everything is going to go how you want it to go, but that's okay too. Like for instance, I, I didn't know much about autism as when my son, you know, was, was diagnosed. I didn't really know much about it. I had to educate myself about that. And just because I didn't know, but I didn't, I'm not going to now say, oh, you know, I'll change my son because I want things to be different. No, it is what it is. And I love him the way he is. And I have accepted that. Do you know what I mean? It literally is what it is. And these are the cards that I've been dealt. And I will do everything I can within my power to make sure that I am still living my best life in whatever capacity that that might be. Um, Living my best life and living it to the fullest and going to bed every night knowing that I've done just enough. I'm not burning myself out. I'm not working crazy I'm not doing you know all the things to to make myself you know just feel like oh I should be doing more and and you know these unrealistic things and comparing myself to other people and you know there's no need for it it is it literally is what it is as long as I know I'm doing my best in my capacity then that's I'm fine I'm okay with that Hear this for me. Well, I'm going to play this to you actually. Hang on. I am loved. I am happy. I am confident. <laughs> I am. No. I am. Care. Care about others. <gasps> uh, <laughs> I. I. Do. Believe. I believe myself. Oh well my done. gosh. <laughs> I do amazing things. I can do amazing things. I can do amazing things. Well done. So that is the product that I purchased from you. One of the many products I purchased from you. Because you didn't achieve what you wanted to achieve by the age of 30, because your son has autism, because it is what it is and you've learned how to deal with it, 
my son and I are able to connect on a level we probably wouldn't have been able to do before. And if we were, it wouldn't have been you facilitating it. Your trajectory in life led us to meet as we met and be able to have that impactful moment in my life where my son, yeah, he's probably memorizing it more than he's reading it, but he's got those words of affirmation. Mm. I hope that leaves you with a positive feeling yourself, knowing that this is a positive thing that your hard work, your efforts, your everything you're doing is going towards. And yes, it sucks that you didn't get the three M's that you was aspiring to, but I'd like to think you've got more than that. Oh, yeah. Well, the fourth M is more. <clears throat> Absolutely. Especially after hearing that. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a crier. Sorry, I'm a crier. I, I, I've got tears in my eyes because I'm just like sometimes you don't actually realize the impact until somebody plays you back or some, someone sends us a video or someone, do you know what I mean? Someone sends us a testimonial and like, rah, like I had a good birth because of what you had advised or wow. Like my son is doing X, Y, and Z because you had recommended this. What you have just literally played for me just now. It's, it's, it's way more than a bloody mortgage and, and a master's. You can't put a price on that. You can't. You cannot put a price on that. And I guess, thank you for helping me realise that, actually, that fourth M, is, I'm, I'm doing way more than I ever thought I would. Like, those things were kind of, if you think about it, they were kind of superficial. And I'm happy that I let go of that a very long time ago and just focused on where I needed to be and where I'm a Christian, obviously where God wants me to be. And I've allowed him to do the work because yeah, it's, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. And sometimes you don't, when you're doing it so much, I don't stop and sit down and think, well, you're, you're, you're you're doing okay. You know, (laughs) But this has really made me do that. So, yeah, thank you. No, it's all you. It's 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 a great moment I'm able to have, and of course, I want to share it with people across wherever. But for you to hear that, and the thing is, with that, honestly speaking, I think that was probably maybe the fourth or fifth run of going for that with him. Really. So, so it's not even like I sit there religiously with him. Go. It's literally. We're going to read it and what's that? And he will just pick it up and he needs a bit of help. But if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for us having that conversation for striking that connection, you don't know what you missed out on. And I'm grateful for where you're at. I'm, I, it sounds weird. I don't know what uh, mental state my children are going to be in, the, the youngest. They might have might be in the same category doesn't bother me if I'm honest because I think everyone has a place in society I think people that have autism have a very valuable place in society I think everyone that is not considered as not having a disability or having a condition that doesn't allow them to do what others can do Mm. I still think they contribute to society we're all part of the jigsaw of life Mm. so it's important that if we can embrace it but I appreciate that we got to feel what we got to feel. We set ourselves goals and ambitious and be ambitious and that's the right thing to do. But 
just because you don't achieve it doesn't necessarily mean that you haven't achieved many great things in your life and you are there impacting my family in that way and you know my twins are in the pram and we've got one of the cue cards in there so that well the um, the picture cards in there so they look at it so they're queuing they're looking at the color uh, car cards um and it keeps them quiet hopefully a bit engaged as well and these are things that your products have allowed us to do with our family i could have gone to the shop and got some generic brand off the shelf and just give them money and they don't really care who they're helping as long as they get the turnover mm. but you have done this as a labor of love to serve others and this is the impact you're having on my family this is a worthwhile investment of my money into your company and more so into you and what you do. If nothing else, I think Pete, I think it's quite established. I'm very grateful for the time that we've had together. I'm very grateful that we've managed to have this relationship, this friendship that we will hopefully continue. And I want you to be successful. I want you to do well. And yeah, literally not every L's a loss. And just because you don't achieve what you wanted to achieve doesn't mean that you haven't achieved like you said, more than you wanted to achieve in the time that you set yourself to achieve it. Oh, what can I say? Are you trying to make me cry or what? <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> no, because I cry so easily. So, but no, thank you. This is, yeah, just to know that I've had that level of impact on your family. It, it, it does something to me, you know. I'm getting all warm. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> wow, literally. Wow. Um, that level of impact is, 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 is exactly what God designed it to be. Um, and who, who am I? You know, who, who am I? But just making sure that I, I fulfill what I'm meant to. Yes, it wasn't the the mortgage yes it, it wasn't the, the the masters but it's much bigger than that much 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 more bigger than that um so yeah thank you thank you for having me today this has been really really insightful i can't wait to listen back well i look forward to hearing what you say when you hear it back um, and I leave the coffin in. Joking, joking. No, do joking. not leave that. <laughs> you know, I just the clock. There's even a mute button. I should have muted. Nah, no, too late. <laughs> too late. But no, definitely appreciate you taking the time to come out. Um, I'm going to ask you to selfishly plug everywhere you are, um, what you got coming up, and then I'll wrap it up. Okay, fantastic. So we got loads of things coming up with uh, Five Times More, especially. We've got some really exciting things that we're launching. Um, we're always working hard to bring re like free resources for, for black mums and birthing people, obviously, so that they can continue to advocate for themselves, empower themselves and feel amazing um, bringing children into this world. So look out for uh, Five Times More. Obviously, we're working on a few things with uh, learning with airs, more resources, more flashcards. Um, and Mums and Tea continuously sharing my journey of motherhood. Follow us on at Mums and Tea. Um, and then you can literally see everything else that I do um, from there. But yeah, give us a follow. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Great stuff. And 
I'm sure the listeners are going to be so enriched by your passion, by what you do. And yeah, just it, I, I love, I love this project. I just love being able to meet people, have conversation and let them just share that. Even though someone can be an amazing person and be where they're at, they still had to go through their own journey. And it's not something unique to us as an individual that's gone through a bit of a rough patch, but it does make us to better people. And I'd like to say to anyone listening, if you think about it, if she did get married, if she did have the mortgage, if she did have the masters, would she have ever had her family? If she had her family, would it have led her to create what she's created? Would it have allowed her to be where she's at, where she's having positive, impactful relationships with people, life-changing interaction with people? Probably not. So sometimes... It may not be the destination you're looking for, but it's the redirection that you need. Oh, I'm clicking. That was deep. Where did you pull that one out from? <laughs> it, these, these are just dropping off the top of my head. Don't, <laughs> don't write these down. It is where it is. And it's no different to what I say all the time, which is there's nothing about a caterpillar so it's going to be a butterfly. Mm. So you just got to take it as it comes and just know what enjoy the journey i like making people laugh i'm an idiot like that but the reason i like making people laugh is because life is hard yeah and life's gonna have a bumps in the rolls but i like to think laughter's like suspension on a car it don't remove the bumps it just makes it more bearable yeah so if people can find that these podcasts yeah it may not make you laugh but it helps cushion the blow because it lets you know that you're not alone it's shock absorbers because it's like oh i'm not shocked by that anymore because i know that other people have gone through it something's going to come my way sound we need that but feel what you need to feel folks do what you need to do but try and do it in a healthy way and understand that maybe what you're going through you have to go through because it needs to help your character develop to the person that you need to be because there's things that you need to do which you can't do in your current state so you need to go through that reconfiguration phase to get you there look at the trees outside in your house in your garden they have to go through metamorphosis when they go through the season. So why are you any different? We're on the earth. We need to follow suit. So saying that to say this, thank you for your time. Thank you for your (laughs) attention. And thank you very, very much for taking the time to talk with me. And hopefully this won't be the last time we speak. Um, Yeah. You know, I think about you and what you're doing and yeah, all the best. So everyone else, thank you very much for listening. Please like, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, which is every old podcast. Like us on Apple and Spotify. If you can't leave a review on Apple podcast and yeah, reach out. I'm always happy to have a new guest on and see what we want to talk about. But until next time, not every yell is a loss. Folks, take care. Look after yourself. See ya. Thank you. Yeah.